Episode 134, what could happen if you created more confidence? Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, my friends. How's it going? I love it when I get to be here with you and share my thoughts. And we do have some fun stuff that I'm talking about today and that we're talking about inside the team. And our monthly topic for November is Confident Minds. And we're really going to connect how confident minds really flow into confident body. And how, uh, you'll hear me refer to it, but the first victory is one inside the mind, which then will translate into the body. And so I really want to help us see that. I really want you to be able to begin to picture this in your mind. And when we can really start seeing how powerful that is, it's like, what is possible, right? And you know how I love to talk about (laughs) what is possible in life. So um, just that's what's happening here. And we just closed the doors into our Team Elevate Ambassador Program, which I'm so, so excited about. And I can't believe the amazing women that came in. And the thing is about this is that we we all start with amazingness, right? We all have value. We're all 100% lovable, all the things. But I love it when I have women that come into the program that we know where we're starting, but we have a vision of where we want to go. And the steps in between is what we work on. And so I was just thinking last night, like, this is going to be such an awesome year because all these women, whatever level we're starting at, we all have a desire to up level, right? And all the women inside Team Elevate are ambitious and they live very full lives and they're very um, driven and all the things. So it's just so exciting to see that women that still want to elevate, that um, have these big hearts and we want to take care of ourselves so that we can continue to live a full life, that we can show up as our unique self, that we can then give back by the ways we find out how we are more capable and more how we get more confident so that we can live this full life and we offer it as an example to others. They can see that this is possible in their life. We come to the table with a lot less resentment, a lot less like um, the stress and the um, frustration. And so we have more effort to give to so many other things. So it's going to be such an exciting year. I can't even wait. We just closed our virtual store. So we got all of our fun gear and it's just fun to see an uh, idea and something in my mind come to life in all these women and not only are they I'm help like helping mentor them they're helping mentor me and as we talk about this topic we'll get into I'll share with one of my what my one of my clients and friends basically coached me with the things that I coached her and she coached it back to me which has been really helpful so I'm going to share a few questions to get us started and to start letting your mind marinate in these questions as we will dive in further into them. What could happen if you created more confidence? And here's the next question. Are you as good at life as you could be? Or fill in the blank. Are you as good at blank, blank, blank as you could be? 
And then here's the next last questions that I want you to think about from um, Bob Rotella. He is um, an author and one of his award-winning books is um, Think Like a Champion. And here's the three really powerful questions he asked. Is your present way of thinking consistent with the level of success you want to have? Here's the second one. Does it help you find out how good you could be? And the three is, do you dare to change it? So I want you to think about those questions. We're going to unwind this. And inside of our team, we love to do books sometimes that will correlate with the monthly topics so that we can study even more. We can unwind it more. And so the book that we're really working from and that will I always encourage my moms to read it is The Confident Mind by Nate Zinzer. He goes by Nate Z, obviously, because I guess I can't pronounce his name very well, but I've heard him on podcasts before. He is amazing. He is uh, um, inside mental toughness training coach at West Point, and I know he's trained so many, so many um, athletes, professional athletes, a lot of CrossFit athletes, so he does amazing work, and just unwinding his book is makes my mind kind of explode. <laughs> and I've read it like three or four times and I'm still trying to like unwind it. I feel like I get it, but then I just did my, you know, I do a teaching video for my team elevate and I just did that module and kind of in depth, a lot of the thoughts, but then trying to put it into better words to um, articulate it better. That's always tricky for me. So I'm always learning. And I think once you learn something and then you have to teach it, you learn it at a different level. So that's how I'm always trying to do it. And even here on the podcast to try to share it with you, make it simple enough so that you can understand it, but still understand the complexity of how much it can change your life. So I want you to think about those questions and then is what we're really going to do, and you know, I always like to stick with my model that is a foundational piece inside our team, is the ACE model, which is awareness to commitment to excellence, right? And so I want us to start thinking about how do we create confidence and what really is confidence? And I will unwind it as we go. And Dr. Nate Z has an interesting way of defining it, but I'm going to refer to it as the first victory, meaning that what we're going to learn, if we can start with the mind and we can start working on the mind to start um, creating this way of seeing things from our mind, because things will happen on the outside. But really, as you'll see with some of the definitions that he defines is really confidence is how we interpret the things that happen to us. And so he talks about ways that we can interpret situations. We can interpret it ways that it's going to actually fuel he'll talk about a mental bank account it fuels our mental bank account and we'll have to go through a filter system so that we can fuel the mental bank account so i want to think about that way and we're going to stick with the awareness portion in the very beginning because that's always the thing that's really important because if we don't ever get to the awareness of any of this if we don't get if we don't understand the narrative that's happening in our head if we don't understand the dominant story and I use story, but a lot of times we don't think it's a story because we believe it so strongly that we're just living out of it. We're just living, we're just that character going through the story. We don't um, pull back enough to watch us being a character 
So we call it um, life coaching. We call it being the watcher of your brain. You have to have one level of removal of one level of detaching in order to see that. That's the awareness level. And it is actually a muscle that you create. That's why we're going to talk about the first victory, creating confidence in our mind before we create the confidence in the behavior, right? So in here in the book, which I don't know how much we'll get into, but confidence and competence are different, just so you know. Because you can create confidence in your mind, but you still have to create competency in practicing, like, say, basketball, like free throws. So you'd have to practice that. But you want to be, you want to get confident in the mind to recreate that story that every time you're shooting, for example, when you're shooting and you get, you make 10 out of the um, 20 shots, you want to watch that story that you're telling yourself and you want to put it in, in, he has different exercises that you do it, but like inside one of the modules we're talking about ESP, which is effort, success, and progress. So you figure out all those areas, how you're getting better in all those areas. That would be a mental bank account to be putting it in. But you say like, oh, I got 10, that's effort. Where's the progress in that? And where's success in that? That's the first step to building that mental confidence because then you get competent as you keep shooting and you don't get so discouraged and stop, right? And so you get into this cycle which then will fuel, which I'm going to explain in one second, which will fuel your um, physical body to keep doing it, which will then will be competency. So it is um, the way you learn competence is from a mental exercise. It's the same way you learn competency from physical exercises. So um, what I want to share with you is we're going to talk about this cycle that's really, really important. And um, hopefully I have time to dive into like the rest of this stuff because it was, it's really intertwined and it's so awesome. But I just think that's why we have to be talking about it inside the team for a whole month and we have to, we'll coach on it because as much as I can explain to you with words, just like I said, when I explain with words, it's helpful. But when I really teach it and we, when we learn how to really apply it, then we see the difference. So let me just, and I love the sewer and success cycle that he talks about in the book because it lines up so greatly. And so I can see the comparison to the life coaching model, which is a foundation inside our team as well, and how it matches up with the foundation of the ACE model, because we're now starting with the awareness and then we'll see how it gets into the commitment and then we'll see how it builds excellence, right? Okay, so let me just do a refresher in case you're new here. The So you can see, again, when I teach, I teach off a whiteboard. But the life coaching model is CTFAR, which is the circumstance. And then we, the T is the thought. The F is the feeling or an inter- interchange for emotion. And then the A is action and the R is result. So I'm referring to CTFAR. Those are the things that I'm referring to. And inside the sewer and the success cycle by Dr. Z, he talks about it in, there's four points. So knowing that we have a circumstance, we have something that happens in a game. We have something that happens when we're sitting in a lecture class. We have something that happens as a mom. Our kid says something, an action happens, a circumstance happens, right? And then here's where his model picks up. But we'll, we'll talk about it in a performance sense, just if you're, do, if you're doing any kind of athletics, so you can understand it. But you have a conscious thought, which leads to an unconscious emotion, which leads to a physical state, which then le- leads to execution. And for example, when we're in the sewer cycle, if the conscious thought is, this sucks, I'm in trouble now, don't screw up, 
then what is going to happen unconsciously, the emotion unconsciously? That's, that's why it's really important to say unconscious because our thoughts will generate an emotion. And we don't get to choose the emotion, we choose the thought. But oftentimes that's still in the sewer cycle, it's most of the time an unconscious thought. But anyways, we get an unconscious emotion, which is disappointment, frustration, impatience, worry. And here's the key here that's a slightly bit different than the life coaching model, but still it's in the action line. What happens to our physical state is where we would we would line up with the action is that it's the high muscle tension, constrict, constrictive blood flow, tunnel vision, stressed chemicals, right? The um, like all the things that happen, all the stress comes in, that cortisol comes in, the cortisol, and it just messes with us, right? And we can't, our execution is average to poor. So we flip over and we're like, okay, well, what what's the success cycle? And you'll see the only thing different in the success cycle is going to be starting with the conscious thought. We have the circumstance where they were on the basketball court again, because we're using that example. And um, we want it, we're getting ready to play, right? And we just think, let's see how well I can do. This is my chance. We can do something great. And then that's the unconscious emotion comes in in its confidence, eagerness, peace of mind, trust. And then here's the thing that it's happening into our physical state. It's low muscle tension, open blood flow, wide angle vision, the joy, those endorphins, those chemicals that are coming in. And we have the best possible outcome. And that's the thing we need to see here. And this is in the awareness place is we have to watch what we're creating with our thinking, that narrative, that dominant story. That's where we have to go to. And here's the two questions that he poses. And I pose this to you too. The first of all, we have to know what we're striving for in the basketball game, right? Most of the time, that's a victory is what we're striving for. So we want to ask ourselves, you know, like, I'm excited to come here. I trust that I'm going to be able to do this. We want to tell that story because we know what that vision is. And that's that's how we're like, I always let people know what the ACE, the ACE model is. We have to know what the vision is. We have to know what excellent is. And the vision for basketball is winning, but what's our excellence? What are we trying to strive for? And here's the questions we have to ask is how often are we frequently and how often do we frequent those cycles from the sewer to the success? We need to watch our thoughts. And this is the thing also is what cycle are you in when you start into whatever performance you want to do? Whatever cycle that is, is going to your physical state's going to happen and your execution's going to happen. And so we want to, we have to proceed, we have to see all the things that will proceed a better performance is starting in our mind, right? Is starting with what we're going to perceive and how we're going to tell that story. And here's the next part is that we do have a choice. And oftentimes, like I had mentioned, that the emotion or that feeling is unconscious, but our thoughts don't have to be unconscious. They can be conscious when we go into something. And that is how we're actually going to begin to build that first victory is the confidence in our mind is to start putting those thoughts in, start putting a mental bank account in, start filtering when we have something happen, right? So I love the two things he mentions in the book is that when we're we're trying to build this confidence is that we have to retain the good things that happen to us and that we have to, and the benefits, we have to notice those. And then the second thing is we have to release and reconstruct when something doesn't necessarily go exactly the way we want, we have to learn from it and learn how to reconstruct it. So it's a learning thing instead of a failure. And this is what I've been talking a lot about inside the team. And I wrote, um, if you're on Thursday thoughts, you can get on at And I have little nuggets of thoughts and then we have a recipe. But one of the Thursday thoughts I've been really unwinding with them is the discounting achievement. And that's here. That's would be under the reframing or, um, 
how to reconstruct when something happens is that we want to not discount achievement. We want to see what's happening that was good. We want to pull that out. We want to retain it. We want to find the benefits of the achievement. And the same time, we want to see how we can reconstruct maybe something that didn't quite go as well as we want, but we want to tell in a way that we're reconstructing it in a way that's going to help us learn instead of a way of discounting the achievement that we had. And it's like so many times with, um, it's like investing, you know, if you have a mental bank account, you're investing in that bank account, you're putting deposits in and you're getting um, interest on those, right? So that when you need to tap into that, it's already starting to have neural pathways. It's starting to, starting to create this mental bank account for you that you can go to, you can get some withdrawals when you need to. Other On the other ways, if we discount our achievement, we are staying stagnant or actually going backwards because we're not showing our brain, we're not retraining our brain to pull those positive things out. And so we don't see achievement. And oftentimes we go to discouragement into that sewer cycle again, into that frustration. And so I'm like, we have to count achievement, learn how to tell achievement so that we can use it to help us. So it's like filtering when we have something, how do we want to see that? How do we want to unwind that? And I love that, um, so Dr. Z's, I believe it was his jiu-jitsu or his karate teacher, he talks about the first victory and how we really get that and it's building confidence, it's that mental aspect of it. And he says that um, the real truth of confidence is confidence has really little to do with what actually happens to you and pretty much everything to do with how you think about what's happening to you. And I want you to think about that, that that confidence is something that is learned because we begin to tell it how we want to interpret it. You know, I've talked about those, some of those steps in there. And then we have to realize that it's fragile, that it's not something that we just get and it never leaves. That we ta- he talks about in the book about a lot of myths and um, misconceptions is that we have to be putting effort and we have to be putting attention to it. And we have to keep doing that to build that, but that we want to start with the mind that we want to create that because then it will follow. Then it will follow into what our physical state will be. Then it'll be it'll be easier to create create that competency because we're starting with this mind that's helping us as we come into the physical state when we're doing the practices and we're showing up over 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 and over again. We take a lot of that stress and that frustration, and it makes it easier to make personal behavior changes. And I just want us to remember that it is that mental bank account that we're really trying to work on. And here's just a few other questions to think about, and we'll go circle back to the beginning questions is, how are you thinking at any time of the day? Always just check in and be like, where am I at, right? And here's, the, I just want to preface this. We don't want to be checking in when we're doing our performances, right? We want to be checking in and during the practice time so that when we're in our performance state, we already know it's helping us. So I just want to clarify that. And which, which aspect of your experience are you choosing to focus on and linger on in any moment? So a lot of times we focus on the negative, right? But we want to start seeing it as in the positive and not lingering on the negative, but just using that the part that we didn't like to actually help us to learn from it, to go and see if we can do it better the next time. And this is a really important thing is how much emotion you invest in which particular thought and which particular memory will matter because that's the attachment to what's happening. And that's why I was talking about discounting achievement too, is that if you do not give if you don't count your achievements, you don't put any attachment to it. It doesn't see it the next time around. We need to attach to those good things so that we're putting in that mental bank account, right? And 
it's, those are some really crucial things we have inside and inside this book too. And then inside the team, I'll be talking about it, but how you actually do those mental exercises to put the mental bank account in. But just let's going back to the first questions that we talked about is that, um, is your present way of thinking consistent with the level of success that you want to have is that the consistency is going to happen as you check in, as you're at that awareness level and you're like, am I being consistent here? So we have to, even in that small ACE model that I have is that we have to have the courage. And the third question is, is do you have, do you dare to change it? Right. Do you dare to look at what your narrative is, your dominant story? Do you dare to do that? That's the courage to look at that to know that you want to change it, to know that you want something different. And that's, that's the excellent is knowing that like, I do want more than this narrative that I'm telling. And does it help you find out how good you could be? We don't know how good we could be. We don't know the capacity we have unless we tap in to this first victory, to this mental um, bank account that we need to get, because then we're using the brain and the mental capacity to tap into our physical capacity. We're putting confidence with competency to see what is possible in life. So when we do all those things, it's amazing, but it does require us to have courage. That's, that's the C of all the things. I mean, it's the commitment, but be, we can't do commitment unless we have courage, right? And to see what's possible is an excellent life that we're all chasing. So I want to encourage you to really think about this, that confidence can be built, that confidence is something that is learned, that it is how we take the thoughts and how we perceive things and how we're going to interpret them that is going to be the first victory, the first step to confidence to see what's possible in life. I just want to finish with a story that I told you I was going to share about my clients. So I was just getting, I got, I think I was coaching my client or I don't know what happened, but I had just got done with the run and we were just talking at the beginning of the session. And I think I said, yeah, I'm not really sure if it's going to be possible for me to qualify for the 70.3 world championship. So I don't know. And then I thought we're going to go on with the session and she just kind of mentioned a little bit and then maybe just thinking about my thoughts about that thinking, well, if that's not ever really going to get you there, if you're thinking that and you're doubting that, and then we finished on with everything. And then I um, finished up. And then I was thinking about it as I was out walking my dog one night. And then the following few days, I, I pondered that thought. And then I went out and took what I pondered and I applied it to my run. But in that time that I was pondering, I realized that I'd gotten stuck in the sewer cycle, which we just previously, when I was sharing with you about the sewer cycle, that my thoughts were not, they were creating this motion of doubt and frustration. And it was, it was not physically like preparing me. It wasn't really helping me get my heart rate up. It was kind of, um, my vision wasn't as clear and those cortisone um, emotions were kicking in a lot more. And so as I went out and I really thought about that, the like finding out what was possible and really changing my thoughts, getting that first victory, finding a different way to tell, to see, to, um, to redefine what that story could be, right? And reconstruct what was happening. And as I come back from injury, reconstruct that story to tell in the way that will actually help me. And I went out and I ran faster than I've ran since I've had, since pre, you know, pre-surgery. And it was just amazing to think like, it just really does start with that. And that um, confidence is fragile. And if confidence is something that is learned, it is something also that un- has, is unlearned. And that you have to put attention and focus to that, whatever you want to get better. 
And so that's what I'm recommitting to, that we are always going to go from the sewer to success cycle. And getting back into the success cycle has really helped. And I'm going to have to keep being conscious of that as I really want to go back to the sewer cycle and come back around. So I'm grateful for my clients that teach me things when I've taught them and teach it back to me. So that was that's kind of how that goes. Anyways, can't wait to talk to you guys all next week. See you later. Bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I would love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.